Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the Dogcast, uh, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. Uh, we're back for another series, and I'm your host, uh, Tim Edwards, flying solo today uh, without Sean Matheson, who is unavailable. But uh, we've got a big show on the Dogcast this afternoon. Uh, we review the week that was in SA Greyhound Racing. We'll also preview the upcoming week and, of course, we've got the big night on Sunday night, the Gawler Produce Final, which we'll be previewing a bit later on, and the big night at Angle Park on Thursday night. It's all to come here on the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Yeah, it's been a big week. Uh, the review, of course, of Greyhound Racing in the last week. We had a massive uh, afternoon on Saturday at Port Augusta. It was the uh, the final ever race meeting at Port Augusta. We'll touch on that shortly. But if we go back all the way to Friday, of course, we had the semi-finals of the uh, the Gawler Produce. We touched on the Gawler Produce a bit earlier on. We're going to be featuring that in the preview a bit a bit later on as well. Um, we had the semi-finals last Friday, and and of course, Star Anise was the first semi-final winner. Uh, she ran a time of 30 and 72 there at Gawler. So, uh, look, she went well. She led. She had an inside box. She kicked up and held the lead. And uh, she draws a very good box on Sunday night. In fact, she draws the inside box for that uh, feature race this Sunday. So she was able to win the first semi final there last Friday at uh, at Gawler. And the other semi final winner was uh, Kisses for Cloder, who ran 30 and 90. And, gee, she was impressive. Uh, she gave them a start and she ran them down and ran good time. I know she ran slower time than. And Star and East, but she had more work to do in the run, and she really did rush home to win and win well. So uh, both those two greyhounds were the uh, the Gawler Produce uh, semi-final winners from last Friday, and no doubt when the markets come up with Tab later in the week, they're both going to be very short in the marketplace for the feature final on Sunday night. We'll touch on that in the preview a bit later on. As I said. Uh, we had the Port Augusta final ever Greyhound race meeting there on Saturday. It was a non-tab meeting, of course, but look, it was a wonderful day by all reports. They had an eight-race program and uh, 40 years of history there at the Port Augusta Greyhound track, we're told. So it would have been a, an emotional time, I guess, for the people involved at Port Augusta uh, being involved in that track for so many years to finally have its uh, last ever race meeting last weekend. Apparently, they had a very good crowd and, and they kicked on after the races as well. So a big crowd in attendance. They had eight races on the card. Now, let's just touch on the uh, on the feature race winners the uh, Port Augusta Cup, the final ever cup, was won by Blastoise, trained by Shelley Trengove, who, uh, as uh, the Trengove team is certainly flying at the moment, this Greyhound ran 29.04. 29.04 was the time that it ran uh, in the cup on Saturday afternoon. And as I said, trained by Shelley Trengove. Uh, we've seen this Greyhound win at Angle Park before, so it's certainly no slouch, and it got the job done in the final ever Port Augusta Cup. Look, the cup consolation was taken out by Valide, who... Um, I guess if it had been in the final, it would have certainly ran a race because when you look at the times, it ran 28.87 for the uh, the Cup Consolation run, trained by Michael Stewart. And Michael's one of those guys that he gets pretty pumped no matter where he wins a race, whether it's at Angle Park or, or Murray Bridge or even at Port Augusta. And I saw some scenes on social media of Mick uh, throwing his hands in the air after he won the Cup Consolation. So no doubt... It would have been a big night for the, the Mick Stewart kennel up there at Port Augusta, and uh, who knows what he would have done if he'd actually won the Cup. 
uh, with uh, Sir Papo, which made the final field. But nevertheless, Valib was very impressive there, and I think uh, it backs up on Thursday night at Angle Park. But yeah, 28.87 winning the Cup Consolation. Uh, Don Turner, who uh, has been a regular to Port Augusta Greyhounds uh, for many, many years, he took the training honours. He took three winners on the card, uh, Don Turner. He had a great day out. Yvonne Maxwell actually trained a double as well. And uh, I also think uh, Graham Smith, uh, Graham Brown, I should say, won two races on the card as well. So uh, out of the eight races, there's your winners. Don Turner with three, Yvonne Maxwell with two, and Graham Brown with two. And, of course, Mick Stewart won the other one with the lead, winning the Cup Consolation. So well done to the Port Augusta Greyhound Tracker and Committee. Uh, 40 years, it's a long time to be involved in Greyhound racing, and they had their last ever Greyhound meeting there last Saturday. So that uh, takes Port Augusta away from now on. Uh, most of those trainers up that way uh, obviously will be continuing with their Greyhounds, but they'll be venturing to the likes of Gawler and Angle Park from now on with their Greyhounds. But by all reports, it was a fantastic day, and well done to the Port Augusta Greyhound Committee. That was the uh, the Week in Review, and that, of course, is thanks to Chase's Restaurant. It's the famous all-you-can-eat bar. It's only $40. Uh, that includes your first drink on a Thursday night. $40. It's all it costs. And that's an all-you-can-eat buffet every Thursday night at Chase's Restaurant. The Preview. Well, the preview is brought to you by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Uh, you can search at the Dogs SA on Twitter if you want to get on board. There's a massive following for the uh, the Greyhound Tips. Uh, Todd Gray's our regular tipster, and he does a fantastic job. He tips many winners each and every week on the on the Twitter feed. If you're looking for it, it's at the Dogs SA. Free tips every Metropolitan meeting. Uh, here in South Australia. Let's have a look at the big week in Greyhound Racing. We've got a a massive night of uh, Greyhound Racing Thursday night at Angle Park. Uh, We've also got the feature on Sunday night being the Gawler Produce. And we should just remind people too, uh, Gawler doesn't normally race on a Sunday night, but this week they are, and it promises to be a big night out there. They'll have uh, plenty of people booked in for dinner up in Nixon's Function Centre, and they've got the final being the Gawler Produce on Sunday night. Before we touch on that race, Thursday night, those looking for a tip at Angle Park, we've got 12 races on the program. Look, I've, I found three uh, on Thursday night. I think Romanowski, race four, number one. He's a good dog. He's a, an improving dog. He's drawn box number one. He's got really good speed. He was very unlucky the other day at Murray Bridge. He probably should have won. Uh, he comes up with the red. He looks the leader. He looks the winner. So race four, number one, Romanowski, trained by Lauren Harris. I like race five, number seven, West on Tier. She's had three runs here in SA now. She's getting fitter with each run. She's got some very good middle distance form in WA. She drops back to the 600 tonight. I think she's, or I should say Thursday night, and she's going to be very, very hard to beat. So race five, number seven, West on Tia. And the other one that I like is in race 11, number eight, Alpha Aon. This dog's certainly well positioned in this race. Blastoise is actually in that field. He won the, the Port Augusta Cup last start. But Alpha Aon, gee, he's going to be very hard to beat in that. He's got a PB of 29.56 around Angle Park, and he just looks to get a clear run early with the courtesy of the speed-drawn box six with Slipper's time. So he looks the other winning chance. So my three best bets on the program on Thursday night, race four, number one, Romanowski, race five, number seven, West on Tia, 
and race 11, number eight, Alpha Round. I think if you back all those three, you'll certainly go home with some money. Now, as far as Gawler is concerned on Sunday evening, as we said, it's the Gawler Produce Final. They've got a massive program. They've got 12 races on the card. And uh, the feature race, of course, is race number seven. And just having a look through this box draw, number one is Star Anise, trained by Jan Jones. Two is Oakvale Beauty, Nathan Wilson. Number three is Firetail for Lauren Harris. Four is uh, Got My Way. Daniel Madalinski. Number five is Kisses for Cloda, trained by Ray Fewings. Uh, number six is Quara's Flick, Deborah Coleman. Number seven is Stitchum Silla, Clint Trengove. And number eight is Alinga Mao for Yvonne King. The reserves for the race are Long Gully Terry and Oakvale Thrill. As we mentioned in the review, Star and East won its semi final, as did Kisses for Cloda. They've both drawn. Okay, Star Anise has certainly drawn better than Kisses for Cloda, but as we saw in the semis, Kisses for Cloda was able to give some of those a start and still run them down. So one of those two you would think would start favourite. I'm predicting Star Anise to go up the favourite with the tab, just ahead of Kisses for Cloda. I really like the run of Firetail in this in the semis. It was a really good run, having its first look around Gawler, found the line well, and, and didn't give up the, the task of chasing uh, the likes of Star Anise on the way home. So... I think Firetail's the other winning chance. So I think they're the main three. You've got the likes of Stitchum Silla and Alinga Mao, who are certainly well in contention as well. Alinga Mao's best chance of winning will be as if it's able to cross from box number eight and uh, and try and lead throughout. But I think predominantly your chances will be one, three, and five. And numbers seven and eight will certainly be some hope as well. But it's a wonderful final. And uh, what have we got? $14,000 uh, to the winner. So just over 14000 So terrific prize money. And as I said, it's a really good program, a 12-race card. The first there at Gawler on Sunday night, due at 4.34. And the last is time to go at 8.09. 8.09, the last and the feature race is race number seven but for my selections for the feature race the Gawler Produce Final I'm going in the order of one five three and eight they are my top four selections for the big night at Gawler on Sunday night now the kids are all at school I was wanting a fur baby to keep me company but we're always away during school holidays then one of the school mums told me about Gap SA's foster care program <laughs> not kids that ship has sailed adorable retired greyhounds they give unconditional love without back chat or needing extra pocket money now i'm the one getting pocket money yep greyhound adoption program essay give me everything i need including a weekly payment it's only a six-week commitment check it out gapsa.org.au best thing i ever did the interview Yes, the interview this week, of course. Uh, we thought we'd have a chat to uh, Clint Trengove, who uh, is doing great things in Greyhound Racing SA at the moment. He's got, uh, of course, one of the uh, the fancies for the uh, Gawler Produce final there on Sunday night. Uh, but, uh, of course, uh, his partner, Shelley, of course, winning the Port Augusta Cup on the weekend with Blastoise. So uh, we thought we'd have a chat to Clint. Clint uh, Trengove is about to join us on the Dogcast. Clint, good morning to you. How you going, guys? Good morning. Yeah, very good, Clint. Very good. Uh, gee, uh, the Trengoves are having a great run this year, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, going all right. Yeah, going. Going, going very well. Uh, obviously, yourself and, and Shelley, and of course uh, Harrison, your your son, winning a race on Monday night. That must have been a great thrill, uh, Clint. Yeah, my young fellow, yeah, he loves it. But that's his first uh, first uh, dog that he's trained. Is that right? Oh, he's been training a few, helping me out all the time. But he, that's the first one in his name. So yeah, that's his first. First one in his name, yep. I bet you he was wrapped there on Monday night with that uh, that winner, of course, Trickeration winning. Uh, he must have been thrilled. Oh, he was pumped up. There were some pretty good dogs in that race, so 
and some pretty good trainers. So to yeah, to get the win was really happy for him. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, Clint, uh, the Trengoves, uh, originally from Broken Hill, is is that where you're originally from? Uh, yep. Yep. Been there all my life, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And the and the families, obviously, uh, some of the families down here in in Adelaide now. They've got a. Have you got a property out there at Lewiston? Is that where you're based now? Yeah, bought a property out of Lewiston. Um, left Broken Hill about a year and a half ago and moved down here and just started settling nicely. Gee, the last twelve months have been fantastic for for the Trengoves. You guys are getting winners everywhere. Would it be the best twelve months of your training career? Oh, it's the first time I've been able to be sort of full time. But where before I'd sort of. I'd always, I've been running two or three businesses and working a lot of hours, so this is the first time I've actually been able to concentrate on the dogs a bit more. How many dogs are in the kennel now with yourself and Shelley? Um, I think there's about 20, 20, 20 all up. Yeah, well there's, that... about, there's about six young pups there, so... Yeah, well, that'll keep you busy. Um, and, of course, uh, Broken Hill. Tell us about the Broken Hill Greyhound racing up there. Clint, we don't get to see it, obviously, on Sky TV at all, anything like that. Uh, what's the track like, and uh, how often do they race at Broken Hill? Yeah, they race, they, I think they get about 20 meetings a year, so they race every two to three weeks, which is a bit tough sometimes, but the people down there are pretty passionate. But things seem to be picking up a little bit. They're getting the appearance money and the prize money starting to go up a little bit, so... Yeah. It's heading in the right direction because it, it looked like it was nearly going to shut their one part. So Yeah, right. And there's that many people in Broken Hill. That sort of, it's good for the people in Broken Hill because there's not a real lot to do out there. No. Um, other than the mines, you know, the, unless you're playing sports. Mm. The, the rivers are a bit dry and the lakes have been, the water's gone. and So it's good that the, yeah, the dogs are still kicking on down there. You travel everywhere with your greyhounds, and you took Blastoise up uh, on Saturday to Port Augusta. How how much of a thrill was it to win the last ever Port Augusta Cup, Clint? Oh, it was really exciting. I was bloody nervous and excited because it was such a big crowd there, and I know it meant I meant it meant a lot to a lot of people. And yeah, it was just I had a crack at it the year before, but <laughs> me dogs sort of weren't ready. They were a bit younger and things like that. So yeah, it was good to good to get the win. Yeah, tell us about the race. Uh, obviously, it wasn't a Sky meeting, so we weren't able to see it. What happened with Blastoise? Did he sit close enough in the run, or did he happen to lead? No, he, he jumped well. He probably jumped the best best out of all of them, but he, he couldn't cross, so he sort of sat... He was three or four wide, maybe even five wide, down the back and all around the bend, so... And he sort of won by a couple of lengths, so his run was really... It was a really big run, so... And he, and he backs up... one of the best runs he's put in. And he backs up Thursday night as well. How will he go Thursday night? Oh, there's some good dogs in there. There's a lot of, lot of, lot of early speeds. So I'm not expecting them to, to lead the race, but he'll, he'll keep chugging along. He'll, he'll, he'll be there. He'll be there right at the end of the winning post on the line. All right. Well, that's Blastoise, of course, winning the last ever Port Augusta Cup. Tell us about Stitchum Millie. I should say Stitchum Siller, who's in the, um, who's in the feature race on Sunday night at Gawler. It looks a, a race that. I just said a moment ago, there's probably four or five winning chances. I know the favourite star Anise has drawn box one, but your greyhound Stitchum Silla, she's been matching it with some of the best, and she probably just needs a bit of a, a luck early from a wide draw, and she'll be competitive, won't she? Yeah, I've just I've been pretty unlucky in nearly every every feature race or box draw I've actually been in for the semi-finals and all that. I haven't really drawn very good at all, but um, yeah, she'll be. That first that first bend is going to be really crucial. I think there's just going to be a big wall of dogs there. There's not a lot between them. There's only about a length between four or five of them in that first bend, so you know there's going to be some banging and clanging. Yeah, I mean, you've got a linger Maldron outside of you. We know how quickly he can begin, so I guess uh, 
in looking at it down the line, if Alinga Mail was able to clear them, it might just pave the way for your greyhound to get a clear run around the outside. Because if he does clear them, you would think there'd be a few that would be, uh, you know, shuttered out the back, and and your greyhound then would come right into calculations. I'm, I'm sort of trained this week to out to out jump Alinga Mail, so I'm hoping I, I I get out in front of him first and. Hopefully I can get a length break on him and then let, let him come across onto the other ones. All right. So what sort of things so do you I'll, do, Clint? I, sort of to, yeah. I was going to ask you, what sort of things do you do to try and get her to jump a bit better this week? Oh, just um, a few more days beforehand, just freshen her up, maybe not work her as hard. Instead of working her for you know a little bit extra, I'll work a little bit less Yeah. just to keep her on the, keep her on the toes so she's really the rip. Yeah. She's been a good dog for you. She's won over $30,000. Yeah, no, she's... She actually could have been a really good dog. I went fishing for for three or four days, and um, my young fella on that was uh, let her out in the empty net yard, and she's so excited she'd bounce off the empty net yard uh, tin fence. Yeah. So she displaced displaced two of her wrists a little bit. So oh, she wow. always pulls up a little bit proper and a bit sore every week. So it's hard to it's hard to get that real hard work back into her because you sort of got to be very light on her. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I, I thought she'd be a really good 700 metre bitch, but she's still yeah. only young, so there's plenty of time. Yeah, well, she's won the nine from 29 so far in her career, so she's doing a great job. What about the Stitchum names, uh, Clint? Where, where does the Stitchum come from? Oh, I bought a bought a dog off um, one of the trainers here in Adelaide. Um, he, he couldn't sort of get it going, and so I bought a few of them off of him, and I think I paid $170 for him, and his name was Stitch. His kennel name was Stitch. Yeah. So, and then he started coming good, and he, we called him Stitch Him Up. It was his race name. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my wife, my wife, came up with the name, just called him Stitch Him Up. Yeah. And um, yeah, he ended up winning twelve or thirteen races. And um, yeah, we just stuck. He unfortunately had a bit of a fall, so which mm-hmm. was a bit of a heartbreak for us because he was only two and a half years of age at the time. Yeah. And when we first moved down to Adelaide, we sort of had our plans and goals set on him, but that sort of ripped our hearts out a little bit. <laughs> Well, there's so, a lot of but, yeah. We we kept the name Stitchem up through through him. Yeah, there's a lot of Stitchem greyhounds. Uh, I've lost track of how many there are now, but uh, I called a race the other night. I think there was four of them in the race, so there are quite a few of them going around, aren't there? Yeah, yeah, they are. So that's where yeah, this. It, it, it sounds like a lot, but I think I've only got actually about twelve or thirteen racing. So mm. I, uh, another trainer said that to me the other day. He said, "How many of them dogs you got?" And I said, "Oh." <laughs> Only about 13 or 14 race, and he goes, oh, bloody, all, all I hear is stitch them up, stitch them up, stitch them up. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's catchy. If, you name, if you've got a name and a heap of dogs there, it's catchy. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're exactly right, Clint. Uh, well, you're doing a fantastic job, and as I said, uh, uh, calling races, um, it just feels like the last 12 months that the Trengoves are getting more and more winners, and you guys are becoming more of a force, and as you said, you've got quite a few greyhounds in work. You're doing a fantastic job, mate. Um, best of luck on Sunday night with Stitchum Siller and, uh, of course, with Blastoise. So congratulations on the weekend, and thanks for joining us on the, uh, the first edition of the Dogcaster series. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Clint. Clint Trengove there, our, uh, our guest here on this week's edition of the Dogcast. All right, well, thanks for tuning into the Dogcast this week. It's our first edition this series. Our next episode will be in a couple of weeks' time when we preview the Champion Puppy Final at Angle Park on Thursday, the 18th of July. So hopefully you've enjoyed the first edition. We thank our guest, Clint Trengove. Hope you've enjoyed the first edition of this series of the Dogcast, and we hope to see you all soon at the track very, very soon.